Maybe we should maybe we should just start. Maybe we should just get it over with now. Maybe something. Why don't why don't why don't you actually start with the intro? Um, hi, I'm Christian. Hi, I'm Greg. We've had a two person book club for years, and Long time now. yeah, we we read a lot of books, and sometimes we talked about them, but mostly <laughs> we just gossiped. Mo- yeah, mostly that. Yeah. In honor of David Bowie and his fascinating hundred most influential book list. We decided to get our act together. And so we are reading through Bowie's list in no sensible order. Uh, uh, Mostly nonsensical order. (laughs) And we are making wild speculations about what the books meant to Bowie. Right. And uh, what we're reading uh, this week is the manifesto published in the first issue of Blast magazine, um, which was written by Wyndham Lewis. Um, And I guess we're going to try to piece together (laughs) who Wyndham Lewis was, why he wrote this magazine. And what in the world it means. Yeah, what it means to Bowie, or what it meant to Bowie, and and what it means means in general. (laughs) And I think we're going to struggle with what it means. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So so where should we start? Uh, I guess... uh, So... Blast was a magazine that was intended to explain the Vorticist movement, and it was predominantly written by Wyndham Lewis. It was intended, I suppose, to keep going, but they only published twice. Two two issues, yeah. So maybe something about Lewis? Yeah, so he was uh, an English painter and writer. Um, and thank you, Wikipedia. He was born in 1882 and 1957. I have no reason not to believe Wikipedia. Um, uh, W.H. Autumn called him the lonely old volcano of the right. I love that. Uh, he was very anti-communist. Um, he invited uh, some controversy with his book in 1931 that presented Hitler as a man of peace. Uh, but he later retracted it in another book in 1939 called The Hitler Cult. Huh. Um, so he flirted a bit with, I guess, fascism, um, as did his collaborator Ezra Pound, who wrote for Blast as well. And so did Bowie. Um, he kind of flirted a bit with Nazism, saying Hitler was the first rock star. Um, but he was kind of a coke mess at the time so i'm not sure how how much stock we can put in that yeah i want to believe that bowie's attraction to blast was not the weird fascism of lewis and pound as much as it was um that he was really into the vorticist movement i mean another book on our list uh that we're reading later this year is um the the exhibition catalog on David Bomberg, who is part of the the Vorticist he was also tradition. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. He actually ended up getting mad at Wyndham Lewis later on because Lewis took all the credit for the movement. Huh. So, so, so we'll be coming back to Vorticism with uh, David Bomberg. And, and once again, uh, 
all credit goes to Wikipedia. <laughs> um, but vorticism, um, and I quote, was art that rejected uh, nudes and landscapes in favor of geometrical abstraction. Um, very influenced by cubism and futurism. Well, so I was reading on the Tate page. You are getting... You don't and, believe Wikipedia? You need other sources? Well... <laughs> and I loved... They they were saying, basically, vorticism was a way to give a term to Lewis's own aesthetic. He just thought everything else was wrong. It just wasn't good enough. So he like gives a blanket disregard to everything from romanticism and impressionism, you know, displaying things in realism. But he also says that cubism and expressionism and abstraction are also not good enough. So he was trying to say that he had a sort of corner on truth in this way. And it kind of it kind of comes out in in the manifesto because he he like like the first half of it is just a blanket diss to like everything, literally everything. <laughs> Blast. <laughs> Yeah, blast yeah. you all! And how does it? Do you have? Do you have it? Like, yeah, yeah. how does it start? Um, the first, the first part after the little intro that they give is blast first from politeness, England. Curse its climate for its sins and infections. Dismal symbols set round our bodies of effeminate lout within. And, and then he, he and then he shifts like halfway through to like blessing things like he's like England ships the ocean industry hairdressers who attack Mother Nature for a small fee Shakespeare <laughs> his bitter northern rhetoric of humor Francis masterly pornography <laughs> like he's like yeah these things are good I think they're good yeah so he spends the first half just blasting everything everything is is wrong yeah he, the English humor is sick. English tragedy is sick. Everything's wrong. France has a poodle temper and bad music and is sentimental. And he just, just says that everything's wrong. And then just halfway through, everything's great. Yeah. And, and then he kind of uh, like kind of ends up with this like declaration of like, this is what art should be. Um, like it's based on England's northern spirit, which sounds kind of fascist tragic humor and industrialism for in like he says for in the form of machinery factories new investor buildings we have all that naturally around us and you see how like stentorian my voice is coming <laughs> saying i'm declaring things everything is how i think it should be you're channeling lewis i yeah maybe 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 i'm possessed uh-oh we need a, <laughs> we need an exorcism of this northern spirit there's a little quote that I liked. I maybe it was on the Tate site as well that I found or some other blurb from Lewis. But he he says our vortex is fed up with your dispersals, reasonable chicken men. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad that we read this just so you could get to that. You reasonable chicken men. <laughs> so he was mad about a lot of stuff. Yeah, he seems like an angry kind of guy. Yeah. But then I guess, and I didn't really get it, 
because it just seems like it came out of nowhere, but he also is trying to have this like nationalistic um, cheer that England is the best. Like this is the only place where good art can come from. Right, right. We're the only ones with the right spirit for it. Yeah, which... um, Or England and France together, I guess. Right, which was surprising as well that he he attributes the... The success to both of them. And I wrote on my little note says, because of snobbery? Question (laughs) mark. He says, this is also the reason why a movement toward art and imagination could burst up here from this lump of compressed life with more force than anywhere else. Hmm. And before he had been saying it was because, because there's so much pressure of of bad art and culture like it that, forces good art out of yeah it. and huh okay and and maybe not to jump too quickly to the next section but I, I wonder if bowie did get that resonance of like there's so much dross out there i can draw from that and like make something good out of it yeah i mean uh so the timing of this uh, of blast both issues were published before World War One. Yeah. And they a lot of people think that the reason why it didn't last was because a war hit that yeah. kind and of then, distracted everybody. A couple of the people who signed the manifesto actually were killed in the war. Yeah, yeah. And the idea of like, you know, you have this you have this um very rosy view of the future of like how progress will continue and then you're struck with this um you know, this terrible tragedy that, that goes on for years and destroys, you know, countries. And and it's hard to kind of keep up that, that vision of like, just more, you know, just more industrialization will fix this. And then they didn't, the Vorticists didn't come out so shiny at the end of World War One either, because as you said, Lewis ended up having some positive things to say about Hitler, which... Boy him in the back later he, he said exactly i think what bowie said which is like he's a rock star like mm-hmm. look at how you know look at how he's unifying the country look at how people are crowding to him and then later he was like oh geez like he's not that good people are are dumb to be following him which actually is a side note which you might want to take out i don't know but it reminds me of this book that was a bestseller in germany has come out here and is now made into a Netflix or is on, there's a film that was made about it that's on Netflix and it's called Look Who's Back and it's about Hitler showing up in contemporary Germany that oh he just like yeah. pops up and he has no idea. He thinks he's still in the past, um, but he's in like 2012 or 2014 Germany huh. and he is incredibly popular this like frighteningly popular wow and it feels a bit like some reflections of what's going on in american politics as well Um, i'd like to say that uh, neither of us endorse hitler for president or our local equivalent Uh, let's move on swiftly um so then okay so vorticism Flashed in the pan just before World War One. Yep. Then Lewis had some embarrassing things to say after World War One that he later recounted. But then 
also his compatriot in this. So Ezra Pound was the other person who was really instrumental in Vorticism. Also kind of a fascist, we have to say. Actually quite a fascist. I mean, (laughs) declaratively a fascist. After he, So he was American. He had moved to England, thought it was the best. He he was all into the blast manifesto that England is the one place to make art. But then after World War One he became disillusioned with with Britain, moved to Italy, embraced Italian fascism, and was charged with treason by the United States and put in prison. Um Wait, he spent the rest of his days writing letters to T. S. Eliot? Well, he did he did get out and yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so it kind of had a, a bit of an embarrassing end. But, but it did have um, some lingering influence, I guess, in, in English culture, at least. I guess the I'd heard of this. Oh, um, right. right. Yeah, yeah. In, in two places. Um, one is that there's the English record label Blast First, which put out um, some, of, some of Sonic Youth's early work. Early work, I, I, or I think it's like that's where some of their stuff came out. Um, and then um, this is sort of a long story and, and we'll edit it for clarity at some point. But uh, usually like we get to talk about the books, like where did you first encounter it? Yeah. I had never encountered right, this right, at yeah. all, but Greg had. Right. So uh, a couple of years ago, um, I heard about a very small soccer team in England called uh, in the, in the little town in East Sussex called Lewis. Um, and I heard that they were a community-run uh, soccer club, and they were in one of the lower divisions of English professional soccer, and, and they just had an interesting story. They, they make these beautiful um, posters for every match. They, they have huge community support. They have really, really incredible people working for them. Um, so I signed up to be a sponsor for the team and, and, and ended up going to visit them and seeing a, a match at their incredible... Um, uh, ground the the dripping pan uh, beautiful views of the the hills of east sussex and around the pitch there's billboards and one of the billboards says blast first england out of politeness and i saw them like what does that mean and my friend norm who lives there and and, and works for the um for the soccer team said i have no idea right so when we were letting happenstance choose our books for the bowie book club we chose Blast, and right away, Greg yeah, I knew. Like, I, I saw, I've seen this before. Yeah. So I emailed Norm and and said, hey, do you, do you know what this is? I have no idea. So he emailed a bunch of other people and said, do you know where this came from? It's been there forever. Like, who bought this sign? Yeah, where did this come from? You know, all the other ones are like spec savers and like, and, uh, you know, from different businesses around around the community. Um, and you can attribute, you know, where they come from, but this one, no one knows. So I make the claim that until we have other evidence, we'd like to start this rumor. David Bowie <laughs> bought that billboard, <laughs> and uh, I'll put this in show notes. Um, I'll put a picture of it in show notes. I'll also put links to the the Lewis FC um, website. I, I, I think they're a wonderful organization. They, uh, the, the town is great. They do. Great I mean, I mean, I, Bowie was supporting and, them, of course, and, uh, by yeah, buying this. Yeah, bill. <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, and Bo- and they have Bowie support. So you should support them too. 
So there you have it. Rumor, I, rumor mongering. I gotta say, maybe it's because the town's Lewis and this is Wyndham Lewis. Maybe there's a connection there too. I don't uh, know. But let's just uh, keep it Bowie. Let's go with yeah, Let's go with that. Let's go with yeah. that. <laughs> so we have to we have to ask the question: What did what what did Bowie get out of this? I mean, some of the certainly just the idea that England has a great artistic pressure a great artistic tradition would have would have certainly been something that he he would have appreciated like coming from coming from England himself yeah, and saying they, like yeah that really resounds with me that there is an English um aesthetic an English tradition of um I mean it's it's abstraction I mean his his music can be kind of connected to this it's not yeah. quite representational romantic or impressionistic it's it's kind of abstract and it yeah and it, it got more abstract as 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 he as his career you know kind of solidified and like once he was established like he did in the 90s and aughts like became a lot more um non-linear about about his music he was also just a great art lover i mean yeah there's yeah, been totally. a there's been quite a few articles i've been reading um about his art collection. He had a really, really diverse, eclectic art collection. And it wasn't just a collection of known names because of their fame. It was really curated specifically by Bowie for what he liked. And the fact that on his reading list are a number of artists and art catalogs, like, it was, it was important to him. He was a painter himself, you you were mentioning. And and his, his, Work just from you know what I've been able to to see on Google because um, it's the only way to find things. You're just like name dropping on like know, Wikipedia, like, Google. And, yeah, and I was on Facebook the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, his work was very figurative. You know, it's very like like a kind of Klimt Munch kind of you know like uh, not not photorealistic but but figurative. Um, but I, I could see in, in, in his music sort of like that love for what's modern, you know, how he had he adopted like EDM really early, um, or, you know, how he, how he was kind of going from style to style and always trying to be on the cutting edge of things. Um, and I could see that in this too, where it's like, you know, we want to be as modern as we can be instead of like looking at the past. Yeah, there was a one of the pieces that I underlined was actually about Shakespeare. It said Shakespeare reflected in his imagination a mysticism, madness, and delicacy peculiar to the North and brought equal quantities of comic and tragic together, which actually made me think a lot of Bowie. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think that is a, a, a great place to end our discussion, but we have one more piece to our podcast which is what song do we think kind of fits with this and this one i mean we go back to his most recent album again black star because when i was poking around about um bowie's connection to vorticism um there was only a couple references one of them was the vorticist organization in england who said 
yay, David Bowie talked about Blast on his 100 book list. Yeah. We're really glad that he he knew about this art movement. And then the other reference, which was much more extensive, was that he had this song on Black Star um, called Twas a Pity She Was a Whore. Is that right? Tis a pity. Tis a pity. She was a whore. And again, it was not what would have come to mind first. But but Bowie himself said in his um, descriptions of the song when it was released as a single, uh, if Vorticists wrote music... If Vorticists wrote rock music, this would be a Vorticist song. Huh. And it's interesting, like, thinking of that song again, it's, um, it, yeah, I'm going to have to listen to it again to really hear it. And, and it'll be playing on, underneath us as we fade out. And it'd be interesting to hear what, what you, the listener, think of it as well. Like, is this modernist? You know, is it like... Is it Vorticist? Yeah. Is it Vorticist? <laughs> you tell us. We don't know. <laughs> So, um, so I guess this has been the, the uh, Bowie Book Club. Um, thank you for listening to us. Um, this was really one of the most challenging. Yeah, this was a tough one. So thank you for sticking with us through this. Um, it'd be great if you uh, uh, posted your thoughts on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Bowie Book Club, or on, uh, we're posting stuff on our Tumblr which is tumblr.com slash Bowie Book Club. And on our, uh, we're posting episodes and ephemera on our website, which is bowiebookclub.com. We've got a lot of different ways to get in touch with us. It'd also be great if you um, reviewed us on on, uh, iTunes. That would help us get other listeners, which which is pretty much all we want because we want to... Share um, our ridiculous book club with as many people as possible. (laughs) And what are we reading next time? So our next book is Sailor Who Fell from Grace with the Sea. Yep. By uh, Yukio Mishima. Mishima. Yep. Yep. Did I get the title right? I I think so. If not, we can correct it in post (laughs) because we have an extensive editing team. Uh, if we got it wrong, we'll post on one of our many websites. So uh, thank you again. Uh, I've been Greg. I think I will be next time as well. And I have been Christian. Hopefully you will be next time as well. We'll see. Okay. Bye. Blast off. Okay, that that's literally the worst thing you could have possibly said right now. <laughs>